You are the man now, dog. 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 Shalom, aloha, welcome to the Man Dog Pod. Um, it's the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm in a, I, a good mood. Oh, that's great. That's uh, really great. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good right now. How are you? I'm pretty good as well. Was there yeah. like an impetus that put you in the good mood? It, it almost felt like you were surprised. I think like I, I'd like our guests today. Mm-hmm. It's not that Conan O'Brien thing where he says every episode, like, this one's actually a good one. I'd say it's bad. But one of our guests was my first ever improv teacher in Los Angeles. And so I have wow. a lot of positive associations with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're also both just fun. We just chatted beforehand. It got me. It, sometimes it feels like it's going to be a little work because mm-hmm. we don't know each other. Right. Mm. With guests. And this doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be work. We'll see. Maybe it will. Be. And I believe our first sketch director with Big Grande, right? Yeah. You were right about yeah. that. Wow. A lot of firsts from, well, let's just introduce him, Drew Drogi. Hi, Drew. Hi, y'all. How's it going? Good. How are so you? good. I didn't know I was your first. I mean, I knew I did both of these jobs, but I didn't know that I was your, I was, uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That I had done college improv, but you were my first, like, took a class with somebody. Well, teacher. you were incredible. So thanks. And you Great as well. Great to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, and Mitch Silpa. Hi, Mitch. Hi, I disagree. I think this is going to be a tremendous amount of work. Yes. It, it just got, it just became a lot. Yeah. It was really easy. And in the I, last, I would say like 10 seconds, it got heavy and weird. Thank you. I'm the boulder. I'm the boulder. <laughs> well, thank you both very much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Chat and do some prov. Are yeah. you? Would you call yourselves uh, uh, old uh, yes. friends? Yes, old, old period. Wait, what was the question? Uh, I just like, heard old. Old friends. Like Ryan and I have known each other for yes, like twelve years now. We've been friends for twelve. Yeah, years. we've known each other like Mitch and I know each other like twenty. Whoa, yeah, something like, maybe longer. But yeah, maybe 20. longer. Yeah, 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 at least yeah. From Groundlings or before yes. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We met. We met at the Groundlings. Yeah, we were both students. I think mm-hmm. when we both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just was a little like ahead of him in the program, but it was uh, we were we were students. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I have a lot of I have a, fo- a lot of fondness for the time in my life when I was a student. Everything felt so like there's so much possibility, and everyone felt like they were going to be my new best friend, and you'd like hang out after <laughs> class. And yeah. there was, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I know. My of... teachers were gods. I'm like my comedy teachers. I was just like, oh, they know, you know, and I thought the world of like the people that were ahead of me, like Mitch and all the people that were like in the, like the Sunday show before I was like going to class, you know, and like going to every week I would go to the shows and I would go to the improv shows every week. And, you know, and it was, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool time. I try to remember that as a teacher because now you get so like, Oh, come on. You know? And you're like, Oh no, remember the the joy that you had when you started doing this because you know, you, you, you just, you hope you pass along that you know, that feeling that you have when you're starting out, you know, that, that, you know, cause it is a, it's a cool thing. I mean, I, I was very grateful to find it right when I moved here, right out of college to like have the structure of like, of 
improv classes and having the groundlings there because I don't know what I would have done otherwise. Like, I just try to be an actor. I, I would have been really rough, I think. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm from here, but it took me longer to actually go and take a class after I graduated from college. But I always knew about the groundlings. And it it was I it, oh I, uh, my boyfriend and I broke up and I was so heartbroken that I'm like I'm gonna fix my life and one of the things I was like I'm taking classes at the Groundlings <laughs> but it was it it did change my life yeah and, and, and it's completely fixed but uh, <laughs> that was the last it, bad thing that happened to you right yeah I, that I, it's been 20 years and nothing bad has happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's that's yeah. It took me a while to go to, but I always loved improv and you know grew up watching like SCTV and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know I never. I, it's interesting that you watched it in LA because everyone that watched it, it feels like you had to know somebody if you were in the US who like was into it. Like you had to have somebody in your life that was kind of a comedy nerd. Like people from Canada feels like yeah, we grew <laughs> up on this, but I didn't know a lot of people that watched SCTV growing up. I was obsessed. I, yeah. I was, I mean, I remember watching it. I mean, I had a little TV in my bedroom and it would be on at like, it was on late, like after, like, on, was it on Friday nights? Like after Johnny Carson or something like, so it's <laughs> on after midnight, 12, 30, I would stay up and watch it. And like, I was, I would talk about the next day and like these people like Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy and Martin Short and Rick Moranis, like they were like my gods yeah. to me. They were, yeah, yeah, I had to like f- like look for it. Like I knew of it. Like growing up in North Carolina, I don't know where we we got a satellite when I was in high school, and I remember we fa- I could find certain things because I had always or I it would randomly pop up in things, and I could find it. And maybe it was on regularly. I just didn't know. Um, but I, I, I loved it too. I think it originally started like on like local, like I remember out here was like channel nine really. And then an NBC store somehow got it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was so obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something now that like, you can kind of feel like if other people know about it, even though it's kind of popular, you feel like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, we have a connection on this. Because it feels like mm-hmm. everything is so either everyone knows about it or really niche. There's not just a right. couple of niche things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say like, because I mean, also now with everything streaming and people, you know, people, it's like so many things to choose from. But I would say something like right. Rick and Morty probably or like. You know, there, there are the comedy shows like that that I feel like people have real love for. And yeah. Then, you know, that are very, right. that are still very niche in that way that aren't like the most popular talked about shows, but like comedy people really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. I also feel that way about Pen15. Yeah. yeah. And, sure. And actually, actually a show that Drew has guest starred on a couple times hey. on Search Party. Like oh, Search yeah, Party yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Is sure. It, like I love that. Yeah, I love search party. That w- that felt too. like a new thing I hadn't seen before. Like some Me like a too. like a type of comedy I really already liked, but in a form that was like, whoa, you can do this on TV. That's oh, what I felt like absolutely. as a kid when SCTV came on. It was like somebody made something for me. Like this yes. is my. How did they do this? This is what I <laughs> imagine is funny <laughs> all the time. And search party is like, oh, has this always existed? But it has. I was such and a fan before I got to do a few of them and I and every season gets bigger and and, and weirder and crazier and more like I can't believe they're doing this mm-hmm. and I've already heard I'm not going to say it here but I've already heard what's happening on season five and it's bananas <laughs> but it has to be because of what just happened right. on season four so yes. like you know 
I love that they just go for it, that they don't care about appeasing anyone. They're just like, this is what makes us laugh. And that's why we're talking about it right now. It's like yeah. why it is so special and not like noted to death and like, you know, been like, oh, it's we got to make sure we vet right. this for everybody, you know, because it I'm feels sure like they're, you know, they're like the audience will get it. They'll get it. Like, mm-hmm. just just do what we want and they'll get it because it is so much weirder than most of the stuff on. But <clears> it's not like confusing. You know, I don't no, know why yeah, more don't people so. don't take yeah. risks like that. They also yeah. don't seem to be concerned with, oh, this has to, the character has to be likable. Like, right. it does, like right. that, that's not a thing. Like, right. oh, we got to do the, the save the cat moment. We can't, right. they don't worry about that. They're just yeah, like, kind of none of them are really likable in a, in, in a way. And I love them. And, like, and, I they, love and then they them. are. Yeah. Because, well, neither right. am I. <laughs> but you're right. Well, I, mean, I, feel like, I mean, it's like, I, I always, that drives me crazy when you're watching something and you're going, why do we have to like these people and like, and it's the most irritating note when you're writing something to get that from someone going, well, we want to make sure they're likable. It's like, what does that even mean? Because yeah. like, there are a lot of characters that I don't like, but I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? When I'm supposed to like a person and I, but I, in search party, you're not supposed to like them, I don't, you know, and they're just like, I think I also think you, you know. can like awful characters. Yes. Like you can, they're fun. Like they're the villains that are really fun and mo- I mean, like I meet my, my, sorry, I'm going to, I'll get, I'll get myself, but like Rebecca did morning and hand that rocks the cradle. <laughs> great likable to me. I'm, I, I've always I been it. on her side. I'm on her side. That whole, that whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, m- mom with asthma. I'm on Peyton's side. Yeah. Peyton's right. <laughs> Peyton's I, yeah. trying to give that baby her own milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> that just... plunger into the bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the plunger in the bathroom stall. <laughs> Scene. I love it. You, I, I, I like that more than most characters. More oh, characters, completely. More characters that beat the shit out of bathroom stalls, please. <laughs> My oh. only association with that movie is it was like always on USA and I never watched it. And I was like, what is this movie? I have it in the same oh. place in my brain as single white female for some reason. They're both good, but the I would argue that Hand the Rest of Piddle is even better, but I, but I like them both. I, I wish yeah. we made more movies like that. Now. Like yeah. I love that genre of movie of that, like almost like psychosexual thriller that was very eighties and nineties. And it yeah. just kind of went away. Right. Um, it kind yeah. of, it's like fatal attraction maybe kind of is what instigated all of that yeah. Yeah. basic instinct and all that. But yeah, that like, uh, oh uh, yeah, that woman who's just like the villain, and, and you think, love her for it. It's I great. Think it might have taken me like ten years to get that societally out of my brain. Of like, if I hurt a woman's feelings, she is going to kill my family to be with. Me. Oh yeah, like no, that sort that. of <laughs> like, like I'm that's how important I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Poison Ivy wasn't that the one with? Um, yeah, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. And didn't sure. Alicia Silverstone do one where she was crazy or she was well, vindictive? Well, she did. She was in one called Crush, but she That's was... That's it. But she was... I think she was good in that. Oh, no, she oh, is she really... Good. She is really bad in one of them, too. There's another yeah. one. Where maybe that was... I don't know. Fear. I think it might have been with... Reese Witherspoon. There's Crush. With Lisa, with, with, I think, there was, I think there it's Crush. With Car- and Carrie always was the okay, guy. Okay, so, yeah, oh, she is... Yeah. Alicia Silverstone is crazy in that movie. And then there's another one called Fear. <laughs> That's Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg, and yes. Reese is good in that, of course, because you know, mm-hmm. especially back then, Reese had to be always had to play good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I love those, and you just me too. Now I feel like again, I do think it's maybe wrapped up in the likable thing 
that people are scared because we want to see the woman be the vengeful woman. We want to see the woman get the, we want to see her, but, right. but I am wondering if people are saying we don't want an unlikable woman. We don't, right. we want our women to be likable, yeah. but I'm like, I don't, it makes me love women when they act, when they, when they act on their feelings like that. I don't know. Right. I don't think that's like anti-woman, you know? No, yeah. Know. Promising young yeah. woman. I mean, she, oh. they make her pretty like defensible and likable in that one. That but was she's... my favorite movie of last year. I, I love, that, love that movie. I think that was yeah. a, that was absolutely astounding. But she's yeah, so it's, good in it. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna try a scene here. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try a scene. Oh great. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. So um, uh, uh, something we've been noticing with some of the auditions today is, um, you know, people are still bringing in some old habits of, you know, even in the slate, trying to be very likable. This character is not likable. My phone, my phone went off. So I'm so sorry. No worries. No worries. We've off. all got so <laughs> much good. Unprofessional of me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, this is something you could even bring into the room, this kind of energy, you know, because there's something almost. How much time is this introduction going to go on? Because I have a meter that I have to feed soon. Okay. Uh, well, how much did you put on the meter? Because you've only been in here for like 10 minutes. I put in five cents. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't want to overspend if I'm not going to get the job. Right, I'm I being just, honest. That makes You're using your nickels wisely. Thank you. I support Thank that. you. Thanks for su- it's so nice when actors support each other. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> yeah. This is a great room. This is a really great room. That is not I what agree. people mean I when agree. they say that I don't think, but uh, uh well, yeah, I I, I want to get through the intro quickly. Um just um Thank you. You know, we want this character to be unlikable. So don't try to prove oh. yourself as likable or nice in the room. Just be yourself uh you know wherever you are today and it'll really play. It'll really play. That's okay. going to be, I got to admit, that's going to be hard for me because I don't judge people. I just like, I am a vessel. You know what I mean? I am an actor. I just like let people just, you know, come through me. And I, so it's going to be hard for me. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going to say, I got to double down on that and, <laughs> and agree and, and say, I feel the same way. I go out of my way to, to tell people kind things all the time, mm, whether really? I mean it or not. And, I, mm. and I'm and i great. Uh, okay. And I'd like to take that to triple time because I brought cookies for everybody. And Whoa. that's in, that's the actors, that of course, sweet. everybody in the room, anybody who printed the scripts, anybody who wants a cookie, I've got plenty. Oh, are, oh. These, are these dump truck cookies? These are dump truck cookies. A little bit of everything in there. Oh, oh my god, these. me mm-hmm. too. And they, I agree. I love it when everyone, whoever prints our scripts, I have to. I want to quadruple back you on that. Okay. Well, I have to thank ask you. A question, Mr. Yeah, sure. Mr. Moderator. Can I ask you? Are we allowed to eat uh, during the audition? Because I think it would make mm-hmm. it. Interesting. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever choice you bring in, go for it. There's nothing that I'm going to say is allowed or isn't allowed. Just make sure you're safe, um, you know, and with your reading mm. partner, you're not doing anything to make them uncomfortable, right? Oh. I, I often don't feel safe, so I would love, thank you for checking in. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I often feel uncomfortable. Really? Okay, well, yeah. you know, this character, there is a lot of discomfort with this character. There's a lot of discomfort in their own skin. So I think bring that in with you. And I, I, I guess I don't want to coach you all too much. And, of course, I want to get you to your meter. So um, if there's Thank no more God, questions. Thank God. I hear tick, tick, tick in my brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see you continually checking your watch. I do want to say when you go back there, I think that nickels don't even work in meters. I think it might be quarters or. Uh, well, I don't know what money is. I just put things in and call it a nickel. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you guys, I have to apologize. Oh, no. What happened? I, I almost <laughs> sneezed there. I almost oh, sneezed. Oh, and that God. would have really changed everything in here. And I, 
Whew, I didn't thank the Lord, but well, not on excuse those me. fresh cookies. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad you didn't sneeze. It seems like all three of you really uh, have you worked together before. I, I, I don't. I, never mind. I don't even have any question. I'm just going to. We're go. actors. We we naturally bond quickly, and then uh-huh. we will forget everything about and, each other and instantly. <laughs> yeah, we're really good at connecting and then disconnecting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I want to. Um, let's do this. I'll bring. Um, uh, it says here, uh, I actually mm-hmm. can't read this name. It's the top one here. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Teresa. That's me. Teresa. Or is it, Char- it Char- I'm Charles. Char- 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 what? Char- is, is, is that Char- Charles or Charles? People always think I'm the, 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 the breakfast sausage. Charisa. It's Charisa. Charisa. I and I apologize. Char- I'm so sorry. What was your name? My name is Cheester. Oh, hi, Cheester. How interesting. Yeah. We have have near names. (laughs) I'm not Charles. I'm Charles. Yeah. And Cheester is not Chester. So That's right. Okay, so it's Charles, but there's just an accent over the E, Charles? Charles, yeah, that's exactly. You got it. Okay, and Cheester. That's right. Thank you so much. I also do have a meter running as well. So if we could move on, I would appreciate what it. What a coincidence today. I know. This is crazy. It's I, like, are all the spots metered? Am I crazy? They were all metered, right? Yes. Yes. Santa That's Monica. not abnormal. Oh, yeah, it's not abnormal for street parking in LA. Well, it yeah. seems abnormal today. Okay, so well, let us have that. <laughs> I actually walked here, so that's why uh, there's oh. so many blisters on my oh. feet. Oh. And that's why God. I hear so many coins jingling in your pocket because you haven't put them in the meter. Oh, well, the coins are for both of you. Can I give you coins? Oh, my oh gosh. My thank gosh. you. Yes, I'll take please. some nickels. Here. That is I don't very know, nice. I don't even know what these are. <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take any of the sizes I like. Okay. Well, are coins interesting? They're fascinating. They're fascinating. You are so nice, by the way. Can I say that to both the other actors in the room, Charles and Charisa, you guys are so nice. I, well, this is just Thank fantastic. you, but we also told you that we were, but thanks for confirming it. We I said know. We like to be we know nice. that we're really good people. Really um, we're great people. Okay, well, I'm glad you're all getting along. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Charisa in. And just to get, again, uh, I just want to point out that the character is meant to be kind of not nice and not super likable. So just re- okay. whatever you have to bring in. Before, that, before I it. start, can I ask you? <laughs> yes. What is the theme? Great question. Of the scene or the whole the theme, project? What is the theme? I always like to ask what the theme is before I, it's my interesting thing that actually, I ask about. Actually, I like that. Why don't you hold that for when I'm rolling the camera? Because I think that energy oh. will kind of work for what okay, we're about great. to do here. Oh, good luck, honey. Thank good you, luck. honey. Can also one more question? Can these two stay in my audition? I'll feel I'll feel I I I'll feel safe for the first oh. time. I often don't feel safe, but I'll feel more safe. Oh, I, I, want, with, I want to be there. I, do, I hope you say yes, I, Mr. Moderator. I hope you say yes because I love making people feel safe, and I want to be a human pillow for people. <laughs> I, can I lay on the ground in there? Oh. Uh, look, Please. that is all very unusual because most people hate to be watched during an audition by other audit- But if you all are okay with it, and if it will get us into the audition quicker, go for it. And it's also Mike. I'm not an auditor. I'm just running the camera here today. And Mike, nice to meet yes, you, Mike. I- I'm the casting so nice associate to meet you, Mike. here. Mike, mm-hmm. what a great name. Okay, you all took the is same class where they said to repeat something. Is it possible that we could all be hired like- together for this job? No, is it's not. Is that possible? Like well, playing what about the same understudies or overstudies? Oh, I'd love to overstudy. (laughs) 
Mike, for someone who's just running the camera, you seem to have quick answers for how things run. Well, I've just, so. it's never happened where they've cast three people for the same role well, for I a think movie. Maybe you want to ask the I powers mean, that be. <laughs> did you ever see that Bob, that movie, Bob Dylan? There was a lot of people who played that role. That's, that could maybe be for this. this. Yeah. Her palindromes. That was that was another movie where a lot of yeah. People I palindrome a lot of people. I didn't. I don't know that movie. Well, no, this is. I don't oh, think should, they'll be. You should explore independent cinema. It's wonderful. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. Oh, for what suggesting a wonderful that. sip you took on me. <laughs> Thank you. What that sip was beautiful. Uh, was that because? I, <laughs> go ahead. I've I've been walking a long way and I'm very parched. Oh, Can I say stay- this? You don't even look exhausted. You do not look exhausted oh, at all. Thank you. That's a lie. I have a lot of blood in my shoes <laughs> and I'm doing all that I can. But I think it's because I'm a good person that I just sort of radiate positivity no matter what is happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll say that for on camera. And yeah, we'll bring you all in. So, Teresa, Charles, and Cheester, come on into the room. Everybody wow. else out here, thank you so you much know. for your polite listening and your patience. Thank you for being quiet, everyone else. <laughs> thank you for giving us space to talk. Guys, we'll let you know how it was in there, okay? We'll give a full report when we're out. Oh, it feels like a warm room, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we never even got to the audition. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what awful people. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm I really always that the person that's quiet in the room watching that all happen, and the a- actors just being like, "Oh my god!" Yes. I'm always like, "I hate what I do. This is, <laughs> yes. Why am I doing this?" That line really went to my core of like, "We're great at connecting, and then great at disconnecting." <laughs> like, oh, it's, so it's so true, though. It's so true. Actors, we're so good at conditional relationships. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, there and then there are people you'll be like, "Well, my friend, so and so," and you're like, "How do you know each other?" Well. We work together one day on this thing. And you are, like, there for a long time, and you have a lot of downtime. And you, like, but they're not the, your friend. But you're not. Yeah, you're like, if you haven't hung out since then, you're probably not <laughs> yeah. calling yeah. that person your friend. But you do feel really instantly connected. I mean, you have to be so emotionally open with people that you don't really know. It is a crazy, weird thing. And then just mm-hmm. shut it off. Yeah. Some people you never hear from again, you know. And there's certain faces that just like when you walk in, it may, it like lightens your load a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, like this is a simpatico person where it's like we might not even yeah. chat a lot, but I know this will be a little easier for me. Yes. And then there's certain yeah. faces that are the opposite. <laughs> One hundred. Oh, they booked that guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Again, that uh, twice. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I just like you like talking about like, oh, I hate what I do. And, and that kind of like I haven't really I was thinking about this when, when you were talking about teaching classes is like I taught for a couple years and coached and all that. And I, I, in that time, I had kind of forgotten how nerve wracking it is to be doing something for the first time in front of strangers, like a, a improv class. And that, like I took a writing class a couple years ago and an acting class recently and how defensive you get and like came back to that empathy for students that I forgot because I was walking into classes like yeah this is easy I know this like I've done this for years and forgetting that everyone is you know 23 probably out of a breakup if they're in the level one improv class and and, (laughs) right 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 right. (laughs) uh, and like in that mental zone and it uh, I was just I don't know if you guys have had like those moments recently where it's like oh I'm kind of humbled by being nervous for the first time again in a long time or out of my comfort zone. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I had given up my spot at the Groundlings and I went alum and then I'm like, I want to get back into an acting class, like a regular acting class. And then I found one and it was instant. Like, <sighs> you're so vulnerable again. You're so nervous. And, you you know, yeah, it is a reminder of like, it's humbling. Yeah. Yeah. It's good totally. to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I try to remind myself on the first day when I am teaching um, and I, it's cause it's hard for, I, I probably teach like, you know, in, you know, non COVID times where I'll the zoom or whatever, but like about once a year, like I'll do a class a year. So I, for, I have to remind myself like that it's the first day. Everyone is so nervous. Even I'm kind of, cause it's been a year since I've done it and I'm kind of off, but I try to make like jokes to make everybody feel okay. And people usually don't laugh the first day. Because they're just too, and you're kind of going, oh, I'm really not killing it with this group. And then you're like, no, they're just, they don't want to laugh too loud. They don't want to know, they don't know what to do. They're, they don't know if you're serious or not. They're just taking everything so literally. They don't want to, you know, and um, it, it takes like a, a class or two to kind of loosen up. Yeah, um, it's very much like the first day of school, like when yes. you're in high school and stuff. I remember you just reminded me of the very first class I ever taught at the Groundlings. And I was so, it was my first class alone after I trained. And I was so nervous. I'm like, the, even though they don't know it's my first class, I'm like, mm-hmm. they're going to see through me. I was so overprepared. And then I sat down at the first class. You kind of just have to sit and talk to them about the rules of the class. <laughs> and I was nervous. And then I looked in all of their eyes. And as I was talking, they all seemed so scared. Mm-hmm. That it relaxed me. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, it's horrible. I fed off their fear, but like, and then, but I'm like, oh, they're terrified. Oh yeah, I'm the teacher. Right. I'm right. scary to them, and right, like, right. I can be a dick or I can be nice to them in this moment. Like, mm-hmm. like, all right. Uh, so when I was teaching, I would always the first three class, I'd be like very gentle with my notes, and then w- when they trusted me, I would tell them like, all right, now I'm going to turn on you guys a little bit and be tougher <laughs> yeah. because they trust yeah. and it. But like that first class is terrifying to them. It's yeah. really scary. It's it's there's something so like especially that feeling like you were saying of going back to it. Uh, there's something so self-conscious of feeling like you've proven yourself to people and then being around strangers being like, "Oh no, it was I wrong that I proved myself?" Right, right, right. right. Am they I actually just, nothing? Right. Am I bad they have at this? No context for me. They don't already care like the people I'm normally around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and what's like when you go into a meeting in any way and they know you or they know, like, it's just so much easier because you build that in and they don't have to. And then you go into others and they, it might be a perfectly lovely situation, but you have to kind of start way further back and like kind of go in there and tap dance a little bit. And I don't feel like I'm great at that. So I get, it makes me nervous when they tell us about yourself. Nothing makes me more nervous than talking about myself from that place. I'm just like, where do I begin? And, (laughs) and what is boring? I'm bored by so much information about myself. And then, so I just have to kind of not be, you know, and um, so it's so much nicer when you have that, that, that that sort of built in thing. But I also think it's good to be nervous every now and then. It's good to remind yourself like, you know, that you're not always like killing it. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually good. Like there's a, it's good to, we were talking about being, uh, being feeling safe in the last improv, but sometimes it's not good to feel safe all the time. Not that you don't want to feel like you're in danger, but you never really grow if you don't feel a little unsafe. Like if you're Mm -hmm. always safe, you're never challenged. You never really kind of grow. The times I really can look back and grow, it's like, I didn't, I can't tell you I felt safe. I felt scared. Mm-hmm. I felt completely insecure and unsure. 
but I don't, yeah, know. I don't most, think it's always yeah. bad to be to feel unsafe. The most growth usually comes out of situations I would have never chosen to go through. You know, I would have never been like, let me go through a bunch of pain and lesson learning. <laughs> you know, and I feel like, like I, 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 yeah, there's like moments in your life that sort of mark like, oh, I'm an adult. Like I, I think of a time when I was a, a summer between my junior and senior year in college and I, and I was in London and I had never been um, to, I had never been to the UK before and I flew by myself and it was pre 9-11 and it was like, so you could just walk off, at least in the United States, in my in my memory, you could just walk off the plane and whoever's there to pick you up is right there at the gate to like pick you up. And I, but I was like jet lagged and I didn't understand, like I had to go through customs and all that. And so the person who was going to pick me up was waiting for me at a whole different place. And I'm waiting for like an hour. So they, they left, they thought I didn't get on the plane. So I had to like figure out London with coins, literally like our last scene, I, I, had a, I had an envelope full of coins that I hadn't even looked at, British money. And I had to go and figure out where I was staying. I had an address on a piece of paper. We did not have, you know, internet. Uh, we didn't have, we had internet, but we didn't have it on, we didn't have phones. I didn't have a cell phone. And because this was 1998. And it's like, you know, so you're just kind of going, I, and, and I figured it out. And like, and my luggage was missing. It was a whole thing that, and it all came together. And I remember thinking like, I'm an adult now. Like it was such a, <laughs> it was such a rite of passage and I was yeah. terrified the whole day and I didn't know where I was going and just being like, just asking strangers about things and just, you know, and again, I think back and I'm like, I was in London and like on a, like on a Tuesday afternoon and, you know, but, but in my mind, I was like, I was having this crazy, you know, midnight express experience. But like, <laughs> because, like, I was like, oh my god, know. in a Turkish prison, <laughs> <laughs> midnight. That's how my little, like, naive North Carolina, like, you know, sheltered. I was like, I this is insane. I have to figure this out, you know. But you do, and you're like, oh, that's so cool that I did that, and I felt like an adult for that. It was the mm-hmm. first time I was like, look back, and was like, oh yeah, yeah, to learn right. that you're like capable yeah. of something right. that you never never thought you were, and it's like, oh, if I can do that, I guess I can sure. handle myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it's it's weird, and I'm I'm that way with anything technical to this day. When I can figure it out, I'm like, I feel, oh. yeah. I mean, if it's like a smoke detector or like. How to de- like literally download it like Zoom? I mean the teeniest things, but for me it's like you know. I changed the out. battery in my remote control <laughs> for my parking garage yesterday, and it I'm, it felt like a victory. <laughs> <laughs> Even how to open the thing and the the, the right battery, right. I'm like oh, I can open my remote control now. Right, <laughs> my my parking garage. Yeah, I'll have that yeah. with stuff that I've avoided for like three months and been like, I can't, I don't know how this will get done. Da, da, da. And then it's like a five minute Google and like one trip to a store. And you're like, oh, my right. God, I'm a genius. No. <laughs> for and three I weeks, I thought of- I was an idiot. But <laughs> yeah. Do you all have that? Or if you're like what your parents were like, we're like, my image of my dad and like manhood is capability. It's like doing mm. stuff on your own fixing Mm. things like my dad like grew up on a farm started his own a million small businesses built uh, like houses could like wire stuff and then yeah like i took a year to fix like a a leaky toilet and it took me five (laughs) minutes and i was like i i'm gonna tell everybody about this (laughs) this was like like i am a man i can fix a toilet like i can i just turned i looked up a youtube video (laughs) Right. Um, but it's like I, I sometimes I'll get embarrassed thinking of like the idea of that 
I feel like I had a mom that was more that way. My dad would, my dad was always the person like, I can't. And he would panic and flip out and have to call someone to do something. Mm. Like a lot of like roles were revert. And so like my, cause my brother is like my mom in that way. My brother is so good about like fixing things. And I'm, I'm way more like, I, I have to, I don't trust myself to know how to mm-hmm. do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't have a very, like, I, I didn't have a dad that was really like, you know, be a man and like, and I'm very grateful because I, you know, I think about like so many, you know, friends of mine that had to deal with like all their, you know, masculinity issues and whatever. And they're having a father like to live up. And my dad was kind of like, eh, we don't really get sweaty in our house. Like, that's just what <laughs> I was always really happy about. Yeah, good. That's nice. Yeah. My dad never really fixed stuff either. Oh, like, yeah. he didn't, I don't remember. I mean, I, 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 but I also don't think he was like, he also wasn't sensitive. Like, your dad seems to be. He, <laughs> he was like, still, but he, my dad was just, my dad was a gambler. He liked to go out gambling. And the only thing I saw him fix was he would clean his car sometimes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> that was it. What sort of gambling? Like, like oh, poker. He oh, would really? go out like no. I mean, probably like in retrospect, had a problem, but like he would go out almost every night and go to like the clubs in Gardena or you know. Yeah. Or, oh, when I, when I was a kid, what was actually? I mean, but it sounds terrible, but it's actually kind of fun. When I was a kid, he was just sneak me into like. Hollywood Park, the horse racing thing, and we'd go up in the upper level where you're supposed to pay, and he would just be such a shyster, and he'd go, don't say anything, and we'd just act like we're supposed to meet somebody, and he would sneak me up into the upper level, or like, but I got to watch the horses in the upper level. My dad, but we never had a ticket. Wow. But it also let's, probably let's explains... Let's do a scene. Oh. Let's do a scene. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Good evening, man. Sorry, I got here a little late. I brought my kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good to see you. Well, I'm doing great. You're gonna have to ask him how he's doing. He's not thrilled to be here for some for some reason. Well, I don't want to be here. <laughs> oh, come on! You'll, it'll it'll get good in a minute. You want a hot dog? Look at that nice man's giving you a hot dog. Where do you get, where do you gonna turn it turn it down? No, but mom says I shouldn't eat hot dogs. Look, we don't we don't listen we don't listen to women up here. All right, this is man's this is man chatter up here. All right, are we gonna get and home look, in time this, for, for for me to watch the Bionic Woman? Listen, this is nineteen seventy. You're never watching the Bionic Woman again. All right, you're never watching. You can watch the Six Million Dollar Man. You can watch Manix. You, uh, you can you can watch Room Two Twenty Two, but skip the uh, Barbara Feldon Dad, parts. Dad, uh, Room Two Twenty Two has been off the air for years. It's nineteen seventy seven. Get a TV guide. Look, hey, now you know where I'm from. We don't talk back to our dads. Is this thank crazy? you, Pijo? This is Pijo, and he's offering you a hot dog, so you got to take it. Well, where I come from, we do. 
Go. Okay. Hey, well, hey. Well. I like a I like a a young man with a little bit of spit and, and vinegar in him, as we say. So, look, uh, hey, buddy, why don't we? Why don't I pour you a little Roy Rogers? How about that? Okay, that sounds fine. All right, the, start working your way up to maybe like a whiskey soda or something like that. Oh yeah, we'll get him drunk by the end of the night, but we'll start like you know, give him a, give him a little like soda water. We'll we'll, we'll work his way up. A big guy. What do you think is going to happen with the uh, with the Braves this season? Oh, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, tell us about the Braves. Listen, if Pete Ramirez doesn't doesn't hold all nine bases, I swear I'm going to have to have a talk with the manager, Marge Shot. Uh, Dad, did you say what? if he doesn't hold on to those bases? Yeah, he's going to hold on to those bases. All nine bases? Hold on to all of them. Not let anybody run those bases. That's all right. Well, there's four. There's three bases in a home plate. That feels like bionic woman talk there. Oh, yeah. I love the bionic woman. (laughs) No talk of Lindsay Wagner up here. All right. Jamie Summers is her character's name, and she can stop a car that the brakes go out by dragging her leg on the road and she opens a car door she's bionic okay well, hey, that's yeah, that's cool imagery but the way Listen, we stop the car here is we fix the brakes any of the other men are you familiar with the hardy boys nancy drew mystery hour you never know which one is going to pop on well guess what when nancy drew pops on we change the channel yeah, right? i hate it i just want to <laughs> see the hardy boys and no nancy do Oh, okay. That was good. Hey, that was that good. Was good. Yeah, he's not even drunk yet, and he's already getting salty. <laughs> I got some sugar in this, Roy Rogers. Well, hey, are we dealing your boy in on this hand, or uh, what's the story? Yeah, deal him in, deal him in. Okay, Flap okay. it down, let's go wild card six. <laughs> Perfect, game of wild card six. I'm excited. I'm stoked for this. Look at your old man shuffle there. He does the thing where he puts all the cards on the table and pushes them around. I'm on the table. I slap them down, and we just like, and then I just pick up, I pick up fistfuls and throw them across the table. He doesn't care. Oh, Dad, I've actually never seen you shuffle. I'm real impressed with you. You're becoming a hero to me. Oh, well, that's good. That's that's a good sign. No, yeah, your right. old man probably doesn't get to act like this at home, does he? See, this is no. an all-male area, and you get yeah, to really I'm, be yourself. My mom doesn't like him to shuffle. <laughs> she she wraps a belt Man. around my mouth when I try to talk. Oh, I get the same treatment at home. I get the same treatment at home, and I'll tell you what. Sometimes I deserve it. Sure, sometimes. But generally, I want to breathe. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to not taste leather every time I have an opinion about the weather. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we fellas... This is why I'm thrice divorced. If she starts putting that belt around your mouth when you start acting up, or if she starts pushing you around, any sort of that stuff, you got to get out of there and you're take care of You're in your Buick yourself. and you're on the way to the attorney's office. That's, I get it. That's absolutely right. I've got an extra futon in the attorney's office by now, just for me. <laughs> now, wow. Uh, that's why I think I like boys. Oh. Oh, well, we oh. all prefer the company okay, of well, men yeah, instead well, of women. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, that's a normal yeah, thing to yeah. your age. Just a, uh-huh. a phase. All right. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, you moved on real quick from that one. Let's, let's uh, pick up your fist of cards. <laughs> <laughs> you grab those like a man. Thanks, Dad. That Roy Rogers is doing the trick. <laughs> You're foaming at the mouth a little bit. <laughs> really amped up here. I'm liking this energy. Yeah, you really like him. more alive. Well, All we right. still use the cocaine from a few decades ago, that, or the coke that from a few decades ago that has cocaine in it, so you might be a little amped up from that. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Call out used to have cocaine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Welcome to Studio 54. <laughs> <laughs> Your old man says that you're looking to do some uh, some acting. You're thinking like uh, detective mysteries, something like that, action oh, movies. Yeah, what are you doing it. at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only I want to do detective mysteries. Oh, That's great. all I want to do. Great, yeah. I want to perform in detective. I want to solve problems. Oh, I'd love Pijo. Pijo does sound. Uh, you're a sound guy, right, Pijo? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I hold the microphone. Oh, Pijo's a man of few words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hold the microphone. The sound goes into it. Then I give it to the nerds, and they finish it. That's real. I, I feel like I learned a lot from how sound works. Now, how, how, how are you buying the wheel? Because your old man, can, uh, sorry to throw you under the bus here, but can get a little sloppy here with the, he's already on his third scotch. You might have to be driving home, little man. Well, I'm 14, but it is 1977, so you don't have to wear a seatbelt. So everything's, there's no rules. Oh, that. I often make I often make him drive me home because I have long days at the office bar. And sometimes he lets me go be in the trunk, the... <laughs> <laughs> I let it be in the trunk. In the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a good like, dad. It's a privilege. I like bouncing around in there while he's yeah. driving. Oh, yeah. get your own little play place in there. That's pretty cool. You don't want to yeah. sit up front with some adult, right? You're a no. kid. You want your space. And I don't need that much oxygen. No, you You're got more good. fun when you've had less. Thank you. <laughs> Well, uh, I, you know, my old man started bringing me to his poker games when I was two. So, you know, in my esteemed opinion, you're you're almost a little late here. And if I had custody of the kids, I would bring them, but I don't. So I'm glad you're here to kind of learn how it works and what men talk about up here, you know. Okay. How's, how's life at Carpet World, Ronald? <laughs> Well, they fired me again, so... Ah, oh, God ah, dang it, you ah, hate to hear It's it. on again, off again there, you know what I mean? Because I've been pushing, I've been pushing rugs, and they, they say it's car, it's carpet only, they make more money by the uh, square foot if you do carpet, but I, I think a shag rug looks good, and I don't know what yeah, to say. Yeah, you like a rounded off angle, you like, you like it, something, you know, you can roll up and, you know, throw in your car, like my, what I do to my kid. You know? Yeah, I, I'm your shag carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, what do we got well, this I first do hand? Some, I do have some hairs on my body. Oh! I am like a shag carpet. Oh, yo, <laughs> we're not at the point uh, where we're I'm, showing I'm, each other's I'm, I'm body uncomfortable hair. uncomfortable but... again, uncomfortable again. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, so okay. I'm, all right. Let's look at our cards. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Holy oh, crap. Oh, I got a good wow, hand. what a hand. <laughs> all right, as we, as we play poker here, we... Right. T- we we announce what our hands are <laughs> to the table, and then we all decide who has the best hand. It's a real quick game. Yeah, everything oh. above board here. We don't trust each other, so we just say the hands, and it's just a quick. We didn't want to learn the rules, really. Okay, I need some chips, please. Oh, all right, there you go. Now these are clay chips that I got. Uh, this is I got these from Circus Circus. I went down to Vegas last weekend on a whim because I couldn't sleep. How was that, Ronald? Uh, it was well as far as the money goes, awful. Um, but I, Ugh, they get you every time, don't they? They, they yeah. get you every time. Uh, but I caught a few shows. Lola oh. Falana. Sorry? Lola, Lola, Flo, Lola Falana. Did you see Lola Falana? No, I didn't before? see yeah, my Lola. little baby's a huge Lola Falana fan. <laughs> I love my second after uh, Lindsay Wagner is Lola Falana. Don't you like 
Uh, you know what I like there. I guess. Are I, you okay? <laughs> I think the, uh, Are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> I mean, they're having a heart attack, or I'm messing myself. Oh no! Oh, it's just, oh uh, that's uh, it's all right. Ronald has lots of health problems. It's probably why he was actually fired from Carpet World. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a liability sense. to keep him on payroll. It well, is. you stained a lot of carpets, right? <laughs> it's almost the worst place to work. If you can, if you can't control your bowels, if you have no control of your bowels. It's a bad it's a bad business, right? But yeah. I get why you like rugs more than carpet. You can simply pick it up, throw it in the wash, put it back down. That's my big. You thought about working like a linoleum store or like a, a like a toilet floor. store, toilet store, <laughs> or, or a bucket a bucket store. You can stand over buckets all day and pee in it. All great pitches, but the the number one irony is I just don't enjoy selling those things. You know what I mean? Uh, You've got to have a passion uh, for sales, and that's kind yeah. of For me, it's rugs and sometimes carpets. But, yeah, I mean, linoleum's just not impressive to me. All right, I think it passed whichever so I, one of the two it was I was having there. Great. So I never got my Lola Falala answer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My kid's an annoying little piece of shit. <laughs> Give him more cocaine. Maybe he'll like zone out. See. All right, folks. Support for the Man Dog Pod is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the best in below the waist grooming, and they're the champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels that's right manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer the lawnmower 4.0 you heard that right the 4.0 join over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code mandog at manscaped.com ryan we've used manscaped we have escaped our manhood Oh, baby, I have absolutely done it. And I'll tell you what, one of the first times I ever didn't cut myself. Not that I'm going too close with these unprofessional shavers, but I figured with the pro one, I'll go for it. Your khakis budget has gone way down. You're no longer bleeding through your khakis. That's right. Uh, And you're totally uncut downtown. I mean, imagine, we don't have to, but if you haven't used it yet, imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm in there four hours a day. Oh, and imagine all the money you're going to save on pants and underwear where you're not cutting right through them on the daily. Are you kidding me? Yeah, sure. I'll trim it up. I'll keep it looking clean down there. I don't want to be nasty. You know what I mean? But what do you do? It's hard to do. Now you got the product that's made exclusively for it. It's the Manscaped for Man Dog Pod. It's the 4.0. It's got a nice little stand. It's got a stand. Look at that. that. It won't fall down. It won't tip over. It's standing straight up. They've got a bunch of stuff. 4,000K LED spotlight. You can turn that on and off. That was very nice because you don't always get a light from below when you're shaving. That's a a universal lighting. A DP would faint over something like that. (laughs) That's right. It's. I mean, we're excited about it. Look, there's a lot of questions out there. Are you just promoting this product because the people at Manscaped searched podcast man and came across you the man now, Doc? (laughs) Or is it because we have such a bold, hairy listenership that they knew that people needed this? Or is it just because they know people need the product and they wanted to get the word out through us? I don't have the answer to that, but I can tell you that you get 20% off and free shipping when you put the code MANDOG in at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-D-O-G. We're told your balls will thank you. That's right. 
Oh, did I mention wireless charging? Because I don't know about you, but I got a small little bathroom area. I can't have 50 different wires on there. It's nice that I can set it, forget it. It's really functional. That's that's absolutely great. The one thing I'm doing all the time is plugging, unplugging, replugging wires in my bathroom. I got my electric toothbrush. I got my uh, the thing that squirts water between my teeth. And I got my face shaver. Let's be honest, folks. We don't all want to shave our face with the same thing we shave our balls with. No. I'll be honest. I've done it. I have done it. And no longer will I do it. That's when Ryan was going through his pirate pube beard phase. Mm-hmm. Tough phase. Tough phase, tough phase. But you're back and uh, excited to be using Manscaped. And here is here we're going to lay it out for you. I'm going to lay it out, Ryan. I'm going to be brutally honest. They've sent us the product and they said, hey, mm-hmm. we'll keep advertising with you if your listeners like the product and support it. So let's say you don't want to join our Patreon. That's okay. But you do want to take care of what's going on downstairs. You can support us by buying yourself right. the Lawnmower 4.0, taking care of yourself a little bit, and helping us out. I mean, it's it's win-win. pretty much a giveaway. It's a, we don't benefit from this. This is for you. This is for you. It's almost worse for us if you get this. I can't explain why, but it might be. So go ahead and pick up your Manscaped today at manscaped.com and throw in the code MANDOG for 20% off, free shipping, and a beautiful lawnmower 4.0 for the downtown Julie Brown. It's time to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. And we're talking balls. Little dog. <laughs> that was your balls? That's us. <laughs> oh, my God. They speak in unison. <laughs> Folks, once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code MANDOG at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah, baby. Dog. I don't know who Lola Falana is. Oh, she was a kind of big in the 70s. She's black. Well, she was a dancer, performed in Vegas many times, had TV specials. <laughs> I only know, Sexy. I honestly know her name because it's like, she's like a reference to a lot of things at the time, but I actually don't, I wouldn't know if I like, think you her. have seen some post of it. Like, I'll send you, I'll send you a Lola Falana. <laughs> <laughs> That is like a, that scene did sort of remind me of like being a kid and going out with just your dad to like a weird place that's maybe a little too adult. Like my dad used to take us to a sports bar. My parents were divorced. So like a week at my mom's was one way. And then a week at my dad's was totally different. (laughs) And so like we, we used to go to this sports bar that I think was called like Durango's or something. Uh. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is fine or whatever. But now that I'm older and I look back at that place, I was like, what the fuck was I even doing in there? It wasn't like hard. It was just sort of like dingy and dirty and like Mm. we could have gone to anywhere. (laughs) Why are we there? I, my brother and I laugh now because when we were kids, we would, when when my parents would go on vacations, they would sometimes leave us with one set of grandparents and sometimes with the other set. And one set of my grandparents, it was just like pure love, the most wonderful people who were just like, would just do what, just were just like spoil you and give you, and they were just like the greatest. And then the other set of grandparents were like hardened drunks. Angry, uh, vindictive, upset all the time. And my brother and I just thought it was funny, but there were times that I was like, we look back and we're like, they were like playing, they made us play cards when we were, when we were really young. And it was like bridge and like hard things that I don't even know how to play now. And like, 
And I remember them being at home always having scotch and peanuts and like really salty, like those Spanish peanuts. Mm-hmm. And it was like dimly lit and like three o'clock in the afternoon. And my brother and I would just be giggling and laughing because we didn't understand, <laughs> you know. And then my grandfather would just be like, put away the damn cards. Oh. And, my, and we would laugh. We would laugh. Like, <laughs> you think now, like, if that was a scene in a movie, you're like, that's the saddest thing ever. These children are in trouble. Something terrible is going to happen. And my brother and I now are just like kind of laughing about it. And we're like, we were, we were really not being taken care of. Yeah. And we thought like, oh, this is fine. And we, and we knew it was different in the two different places, but it was like wildly so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like, oh, that's just uh, how they're funny. That's just how they are. And right, then, we and thought then... they were just funny. And we knew he was like grumpy. <laughs> yeah. But we yeah. didn't know. And I remember they took us to the movies and they he always got the title of movies wrong and got really upset because we went and saw Soap Dish <laughs> and he called it Soup Dish. And he was insisting the movie was called Soup Dish. <laughs> and upset. And then the, also we went and saw What About Bob? You know, the um, Bill Murray mm-hmm. movie. And my grandfather called it Where's Bob? And he was like, it's Where's Bob? Because he's lost and, and he's so mad. And my brother and I just thought it was, to this day, my brother and I thought about it. It was like, but he was just like furious. <laughs> and and, and kind, of, kind of close to the title, but not exactly. Right, 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 right. I like yeah. the also the like doubling down, like sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll have that person in your life who just, says titles wrong and it's kind of funny but the doubling down of like it's where's bob because he's lost it's like well <laughs> oh yes you, you, i wish i could listening to us i wish i could give every man the gift of like it's okay to be wrong 100 yeah. you just don't have to know it absolutely because okay. we know those people who do not care if they're assholes as long as they're right and yeah. sometimes yes. you're like also even when you know i think of, you know sometimes in certain social situations it's like you can let someone be wrong and not have to correct them. But also the people, because sometimes they'll say something like, whatever, I know what they meant or they're wrong, but I don't need to be like, you know. But people are so indignant about being correct about things. And it's like, what points do you get for that? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Also, yeah. when some, some guys who are like always have to be right. And then when you're there, they'll just argue something and then they realize that they're wrong but they keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. They like get like a dickhead momentum going. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I don't understand. That's when the argument you're like, I'm kind changing. of, yeah, where it's I'm like, kind of not even talking to you anymore. Yeah. Why are you still going? Yeah. yeah. Men. 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 You know? Great. Thank you for this men's uh, women, we're not letting you off the hook either here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you're going to be vengeful and, you know, <laughs> take a plunger into a bathroom. We know how you're going to be. Yeah, we know what you're like. We saw movies <laughs> in the early 90s. Uh, well, why don't we try it? Well, let's do a little voicemail here and do some scenes off of that. Um, if you're listening oh, at home and would like to uh, leave a voicemail, true story, 30 seconds to a minute long. The number is 818-465-8656. And we will do scenes inspired by your voicemail like we're about to do here. Hey guys, uh, I've got just kind of a quick story about uh, traveling with my mom. Uh, she's 70. She's never traveled really anywhere in her life. She's a bit of a nervous traveler. Um, but one of the things that's kind of great about her is uh, we like to say she's a, I guess it's rude and idiot savant, but she's not, not smart. She just will find one thing and know everything about that thing. One of those things is, oddly enough, uh, impressionist painters, uh, specifically Monet. And so we planned this whole trip to France, 
not telling her that there's a museum called the Musée de l'Orange, maybe, um, where they have almost all the Monets, and specifically the Lily paintings that she loves. Um, and we were there for weeks. She she didn't know. That's why we were there. And we showed up and uh, to the museum, and it was closed for construction the entire week. Um, so we just didn't say anything. Uh, we didn't tell her, and we spent the next two hours sitting in front of the museum, looking out over the city uh, and taking pictures of the sunset. And she actually has now a framed 20-inch photo from that bench where she has no idea that, you know, kind of her wildest dreams uh, would have come true. So anyhow, thanks, guys. That's so sweet. <laughs> so she, yeah. yeah. She almost got a dream, but she didn't know it. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't like she was sad about it. Yeah. That's, I, I wonder if I could have kept that secret. Right, that's a sweet way to handle that kind of, right? You kind of want to be like, I tried to do a special thing for you, but right. maybe nicer to just be like, what a nice day we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. And that weird early, it was such a sweet story. Based on that early dig, I was like, so she's an idiot? What's the, she's not smart. Right, 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 right. I was like, she's going to have a meltdown at the Monet Museum. And instead she was like. She's not smart, he said. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, well, it's it's so nice after a couple years, after this crazy couple years, to actually do Thanksgiving together again and see you all again. This has really been special. Um, Where do I sit? <laughs> I just <laughs> well, wherever you want, wherever you want. We've okay. kind of yeah. I just, you know, we normally have like little name cards. Somebody makes a name card, so I know where to sit. Oh. But it's okay. I'll just pick a Ma- pick a chair. <laughs> Madge, please, just let's have a great Thanksgiving, please. Okay. Well, I'm doing the best I can, Carl. It's okay. Just, okay. This is rough. Well, Madge, just yeah. listen. Oh, don't be nervous. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, oh. So, mom, I know. This bread looks fantastic. I, I can't wait to eat. Thank you so much for preparing all this food for us. Oh, yeah, no problem. Are there, are there grits? Do they have grits here? No, we didn't do grits on the Thanksgiving menu this year. What? Uh, I'm sorry, <sighs> Mom, but I kind of wanted to do Thanksgiving kind of my way here and, and kind of welcome you right. to my house. You, you've done oh. so much for us uh, in yeah, the well, past I, yeah, and that, Dad that, as that's well. That's true. That's, um, that's that, very well, I, I appreciate having a son that makes anything for us. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for setting the bar. <laughs> So low. Yeah, so very low. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> very low bar. Um, he has a very low bar. Uh, you know what? Well, yeah, go ahead. Thanks. It just looks like we found our seats. Why don't I go grab some wine? Everybody, uh, I'll bring some wine back, and then we can sort of get into it. Does Ooh, that work? Yeah. Oh, I think you're too sh- spicy. Not, I don't like a spicy wine. Okay. Yeah, I'm, Something drinkable. Madge. I just... Well, you know, we went... We went to that. Oh, we went to that. Uh, the, the, the Chili's, not the one we normally go to, but there's a different. No, oh, the Chili's. One in, the one in Altadena. Yeah. yeah, the one in Altadena had a different wine menu, and I ordered a Chardonnay, and it had a kick to it that I did not enjoy. <laughs> she was up all night. Up all night. From she the wine. Not, what, the, what? From the wine. I, yeah. think, I think that waitress, her name was April. I think she put some coffee. In my Chardonnay. Mom, the way oh, you April, April seemed perfectly lovely. And I told you she was up all night saying, I think April put coffee in my my wine. I'm like, why would, can you imagine she had to go make, this is at night. She's got to go make coffee and put it in your, why would she do that? I, I just, I don't know. I just, it's my intuition, but I just, I felt it strongly. I was up all night chattering. I was a nervous wreck. 
Just tugging at my bra all night. <laughs> it was our waterbed was bouncing and bouncing from her tugging at her bra. I couldn't get to sleep. You guys got to get a regular mattress. You got to get a regular way, mattress. By the way, do you have a waterbed for us tonight? Because I can't sleep on a I can't sleep on a firm like a, we, like a cloth mattress of any sort. We weren't able to get you a waterbed in the in the uh, guest room right on short notice. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, about. can you wet the lawn and put the mattress on it so at least you can feel <laughs> like I, we're on water? I'm not putting my parents on the wet lawn in the middle of the, the, the almost the winter i mean it's cold out please the, uh, one night so dad dad your back problems i i guarantee you are related to sleeping on a waterbed for the past 50 years he has, Maybe. he has a low bar it's fine he'll sleep on anything i'm the trouble one i'll own it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah that's true dad are you sleeping well at mom i know you're you're so restless when you sleep how are you doing with that and the waterbed there's no protection there are you asking me? Yeah, Dad. How are you sleeping? No, no, no. Your mother's restless, and every once in a while she strikes me in her sleep. <laughs> I fall asleep. I fall asleep fine. You know that. I always talk about how easy it is. I fall asleep. But then your mother, your mother will just strike me out of nowhere, and I'm like, I'm up. <laughs> Sometimes I'm watching a really, uh, a really scary show. And I and I would love I would love for Carl to be watching it as well. And I notice he's asleep, so I just have to I I just hit him. Hit him. Smack. <laughs> But then I, I sometimes I enjoy the show, so it's, it's everyone wins. <laughs> That's good because I was when you said she smacks you, I thought it was like accidentally in your sleep. I didn't realize sometimes you were actively I, I, choosing I, I, to do I it. I have I have deep nightmares. Okay. Deep. Um, well, um, I'm glad that you both kind of made the trek out for this. I know you've been at home for the past two years and just safe with the pandemic, and it's just so nice to see you in person. I, I'm really happy for that. Um, do I look okay? How's my body? Please be honest. <laughs> I need to, she won't tell me. I ask her every day. I stand in front of her completely naked and I'm like, is my body okay? So I just was wondering. It's covered in my- bruises. <laughs> Usually that's what I notice. And I'm like, sorry, I punched you so many times last night. Yeah, yeah after all these years. But I'm just curious. Does my body look different than it is two years ago? Uh, well, Dad, you know, a lot's changed. It looks like you wore, you're wearing the stress of the last two years on your body. You have aged a little bit. Um, I, I really do think you should see a doctor about those back problems. It looks like you're in a ton of pain right now from the water bath. I am, I am, I am. <laughs> yeah. I tell him he's like a Monet painting. You know, you stand away from him. The further away, the better he looks. Okay. The closer well, you get up, it's just a bunch of bunch of just disconnected dots and and, and 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 colors. Listen, I take it as a compliment. If you tell me that I look good far away, I'll take it. I have never looked good in my entire life. I was not Dad, a good-looking baby. To not oh. be honest. Oh, you I, look I wonderful. Never was, you never was a prize. I always look like a bunch of, of dots. <laughs> That's what I look like. I'm fine. Well, I got some wine, you know, if anybody, uh, no coffee, just regular, straight (laughs) up wine. Make sure, make sure. There you go. Mm. Give everyone a little pour here. I just want to thank you guys so much for coming and sharing our Thanksgiving. You know, it's fun to watch you guys interact and be together. You guys have had a really long, successful marriage. And, you know, I'm hoping for that for us as well. Yeah, uh, you know, Brett, uh, if I can speak for Brett, you know, he barely got to know you before the the pandemic, and, and it's nice to have him know my parents. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to feel like a real family, and so I'm glad. Oh, Brett, we we love you. We, we are really, you're really easy to love, and we, I love telling all my girlfriends that I have a gay child that I am proud of. Okay, well, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I say that to all my girlfriends all the time. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I told you this, Brett, but my mom got a Facebook just to talk about how I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, in, in in her own way, I think that's very loving. I, I every day, well, it's like, you know, what's on your mind? My Facebook, here's how my Facebook works. <laughs> I log on to www.facebook.com is my, is my uh, you know, my go-to. And I get on there and it says, what are you thinking? What are you up to? It asks me a question and I'm like, I have a gay son. It's usually as much as I write every day. I'm very proud. I get lots of support and love and um, a lot of of ads, a lot of ads for things that I don't think I want to have anything to do with. (laughs) Good wine. Oh, good. 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 Um, Carl, wake up. (laughs) Shut up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. I just realized for one moment I had a second of peace. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Have we started the prayer yet? No, but that's a great idea. Do, do we want to do a traditional prayer this year, honey? It's Thanksgiving. Why not? Let's pray. Um, let's, let's pray. Let's, let's all say something nice well, one at a time. Um, well, I just want to uh, give thanks to um uh you know who uh, uh, whoever i just want to say that i'm thankful to be with family that we're all healthy that we're all relatively happy and that we get to spend time with each other that's you that's we love you <laughs> i'm can i go go ahead yes go ahead carl please go before you fall asleep again <laughs> thank you i'm grateful i'm happy and i'm thankful that i'm awake and that my back is not great but i'm not thankful for that I'm thankful for that. I've grown. I've gotten to this age because my parents told me I was going to die <laughs> before I turned 23. That was the napping. It's like they said, you're you're ugly. You don't. You look like dots. You look like point. A bunch of points. Points. Yeah. <laughs> I point. I made it, so I'm happy. I've had a wonderful marriage for a good 53 years. Uh, and two bad ones. Remember the two bad years? Yeah, 1981 yeah. and 1990. Yeah, <laughs> 1981 and 1990. Thank God it wasn't two years in a row. Basically. No, of course not. Yeah, 1981 was bad I thought it was a comedy, and to this day, yeah, yeah, I think it's the funniest movie I have ever seen, and I don't care what anybody else has to say. Jodie well, Foster just... is hysterical in that movie. You guys Last are just ride. so full of life, and I guess I'm grateful that we could all be here together and grateful for this big meal uh Mm. and you know just just grateful that we have such cool cool people to look up to you know it's as i age and get older and mature more i i look for role models and you guys have really been uh kind and i really appreciate it thank you brett right that's very sweet honey um well um i can i go i feel like i've been so patiently listening (laughs) Um, Thank you very much. I'd like to go now. Um, (laughs) I am grateful for my taste in casual separates. Because so many of my girlfriends, so many of my girlfriends have to buy the entire outfit on on the mannequin. And I know how to mix and match. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm wearing slacks by Merle Norman and a top by Talbot's. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, no. and, you, and you look great. You look it's really great. great. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> and, I, and I love our marriage, too. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> that scene just turned into weird parents. I've, I've never believed a couple more. I've never, like, believed oh, yeah. a, a couple he existed so anymore. Oh, he was so... That man was, like, not going to be okay. He was also, like, seems so much... Just, so much older than the they, they've been married for fifty three <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah and, but he so, probably they were probably the same age. He's just aged, aged so bad, and he's also getting beaten every night. It's just seems exhausted. But, so, yeah. well, I really, when I said it, I was like, I thought it was like accidental yeah. hit, hitting, but you like did it because you wanted me to watch this movie with you or this show. You're like, boom. Not like <laughs> she rules though. She she rules that, that man had made so much peace with how bad the, his life. The voicemail that we listened to was so sweet, <laughs> and this woman seemed so nice. And I turned her into a <laughs> raging monster. <laughs> you really great. clicked into the nervous thing that he said. And stupid. <laughs> I clicked into idiot and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Casual she grits. She thought Thanksgiving meant grits <laughs> as her first thought. <laughs> grits, and she's so disappointed. And her I was wine, like, well, she's convinced the waitress put coffee in her wine. <laughs> in her Chardonnay. You'd be able to tell. That was... She remembered her name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was really the perfect type of specific of not trusting uh, a stranger. <laughs> Coffee. Um, Coffee. Uh, Mitch, Silpa, Drew Drogi, thank you so much for being here. This was... Oh, God. A, thank you for having us. This was so much fun. It was so, so much fun. fun. I you predicted guys were awesome. at the beginning. This was as fun as I wanted it to be. Um, wow. uh, Mitch, is there anything you'd like to plug or anywhere people can find you? Oh, uh, I'm on Instagram <laughs> at Mitch Silpa Picks. I'm on Twitter under my name. Uh, you, uh, what do I need to plug? Oh, I, I'm a, a movie coming out, an indie film called Runt that's opening soon. So I'm in that. Okay, great. Runt? Awesome. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, we'll find that on demand and watch it. Or maybe yeah. in theaters, too. I don't It'll know. Be, it's both. It, that's it's great. Both. Mm. Are you guys going to theaters, Drew? You said you saw something recently. Yeah, I'm going to theaters right now. I just wear a mask the whole time, and I am just try to be good. Yeah. I'm just at a point where I'm like, also in L.A., I just assume stupidly that we're around mostly vaccinated people that are right. taking care. I don't know, but. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like certain theaters, like the, if you go to the Landmark Theater, like on Pico, like. It That's feels where like it was last night, yeah. Well, there's so many old people that go there. <laughs> You're like, it's probably safe. All these people are probably vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. This you is know, a crowd like, that won't will be protecting themselves if they're seeing movies. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so Runt. Um, and uh, you, all, you all both do that. Um, those videos on Instagram are so funny. I don't know if that's a regular thing oh, or just whatever you, you want oh, to, but Mitch and Drew play characters uh, on a phone call with each other uh, generally, and they're always very <laughs> oh, yeah, funny. Two old queens yeah. who just have a minute to catch up. <laughs> uh, Drew, is there anything you'd like to plug in where people can find you? Um, what? Is, uh, I'm a voice. I'm on that new, just on one episode of that Q-Force on Netflix. Oh, cool. Cool. That's like, I guess that's, you know. I'm excited yeah. to watch that show. I think that's, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's really fun. It's really fun. Right. Um, and patreon.com slash you're the man now dog. If you're listening to the free episode and want the uh, the the full experience, you can support the Patreon 
get video of all our episodes, two-man episodes with Ryan and I and extended versions of the episodes. Or Ryan, is there anything else we'd like to plug or you'd like to plug? And then also go check out Big Grande website. We just released a new season of the Teacher's Lounge with our buddies, Drew and John, and uh, more to check out over there. Yeah. um, Thanks so much to both of you again. It's great to see you. And uh, thanks thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.